What's happening, boys? Hello. What is up, chicken chow main? Chicka chow main. Chicka chowga. Chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. Oh, hell yeah. Have a drumstick and my brain stops cricking. Watch your next files with no lights on, like Donna Mason. Hope it's smoking men's in this one. Holy shit, dude. Do you know all the lyrics to that song? Hair's important and frantic. Light stick and tantric. I think he's guaranteed to get a spy, like Chris Hyde. Don't make films. Can't make films. But if I did have a samurai, can't get a set close to 10 or Just my arms always flying off the next swing. I can't get the trailer because I just got the boom and I'm an idiot. So make me think the wrong thing. How can I help but anything if I'm when you're mad? Try and throw a smile when you feel bad. Look, I got the left side of funeral. Can't understand what I mean. Place and will. Uh, I can't remember the rest of it. Nice, John. Was that that's Ska, right? That's off the top of my. I don't, Real I don't big know. Big fish or something, or what? Who was that? Uh, bare naked ladies. Bare naked ladies. Yeah. Right around the same time, they they had like a to fly for a white guy, Americana. Pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah. Offspring. Offspring. Their weakest album, I think. That was one of their weaker albums, Americana. I think. Yeah, I was just, oh God, the other day I was in actually the grocery store and Come Out and Play came on and I'm like, yep, that's it, I'm officially old. You gotta keep them separated. I played my songs on the grocery store. I love Smash, yeah, Offspring Smash is probably my favorite. So good. Controversial statement, I think that Offspring are pretty freaking overrated. What? John? They're the Offspring? Come on. Yeah, like, all their songs kind of sound the same, especially the better ones. And, like, they're they're one of those bands where they just do not have a B-side. Well, I kind of think Green Day is a little overrated. So there. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's disagreeing with that, man. Here's the thing, though. I think that, like, Green Day was one of the only kind of, like, uh, punk rock bands that kind of had like a pop chart influence that I feel like kind of stuck with you know what they were doing like they never really like changed up a lot unlike Blink-182 I think that Blink-182 like started off trying to be like a punk band and then like realized that some of their songs were getting like uh, more attention than the others and they kind of like switched their whole style over get more songs on the radio. I don't think Green Day ever really did that. Yeah, Blink-182 kind of, their last album was kind of emo. Freaking Green Day is like the epitome. Because, I mean, let me take you back now, whippersnappers. Back in the day, like, when Dookie first dropped, I mean, it was like a fucking explosion. And everybody was, like, trying to get some of their freaking, like, their older shit, like their, you know, uh, garage band kind of stuff. Because they had dropped, like, a really short album before when they were, like, nobody's out in Seattle and people were really trying to find that stuff and everything. And just, like, every album got more and more commercial. Like, to the point where they've got a Broadway show now. Just freaking unbelievable yeah i guess i guess i can see where you're coming from with that but i don't know i just feel like uh they kind of like started off just hot and kind of they never really i feel like they never really changed their sound around to get more popularity they just kind of been consistently popular dude guys i only listened to one band for the last five years dexter freebish they only have one album and one hit, so Leaving Town is is my song. That's my jam. So speaking of badass punk rock bands that only had one album, Minor Threat is a really cool one. So their album used to just originally just be called Minor Threat, like a self-titled album. 
But then years later, it was re-released after they broke up, and the album's name was changed to Complete Discography. So yeah, check out Minor Threat Complete Discographies. Fucking good old punk, dude. Check out Smash Mouth. You could be a rock star. <sighs> Get game on, Sid. All right, I'm all set for 420. I got a gram of some blueberry bubblegum bubba kush. I got this gram of strawberry scentsy oil. I got uh, another gram of this headband bubba balls. And then I've got some of this shatter and some of this dab oil. And oh, I got an ounce of like four different kinds of bud. I got the fucking mango kush. I got the OG banana. Uh, I got these tinctures over here. I got some of this drink. It's like strawberry banana. And yeah, man, I think I'm finally ready. Nice. Well, all I heard you say is, hey, John, I'm going to eat all the food in the house and pass out on the couch before noon. So please go to the grocery store before I wake up. Oh, no, John, I got edibles. We're good on food. Yeah, we got these OG banana fudge CBD edibles. They're fucking delicious, man. Pop them in the freezer, off the chain. And we're not going to be crashing out like last year. The mishap labeled the Time Warp of 2018. We also got a half ounce of Coke and a case of Comicola, so we should be good for a few days. And some Molly's and some fucking uh, Adderall's, dog. We're good. We're going to stay up and we're going to play Commander. Okay. Are you sure that you guys did not forget anything? Uh, did we forget? Oh, dude, did you remember to get the fucking uh, dab sticks? Oh, good. Okay, yeah, no, we're good, man. Uh, except I think we're out of toilet paper. Ah, that's why I got a case of zigzags. Soldier up. Yeah, man, you oh, just geez. lick the tip of your middle finger and then stick the paper on the wet end and then just fucking scrape it against your brown eye. You're good, dog. Why don't you just use a paper towel? Uh, yeah, old sock. Good. Yeah. If we can figure out how they did it in Demolition Man, then we can use these seashells to wipe our ass. How did that work? He doesn't know about the seashells. There's two seashells. I think it's three seashells. It's three seashells. I don't know. Whatever it is, I know I need it to my life. And one thing comes to mind when I say, I'm gonna blaze it for days. Take me away. Take me to the highest place where I meditate. With a good marijuana. Cause these are sentimental. Give me that feeling. Give me that feeling. All right. Welcome to Blazing Comedy. My name's Tim. You might know me from such projects as Sid's Vlog and Taking Shit from John. And I want to announce what I'm working on next. Lunch. And joining me as always, an entrepreneur and founder of Illustrious Extracts. Try the Golden Guru line of full spectrum extracts with such flavors as Turban Poison and Gorilla Guru. Sid Swami. homies yeah that'd be fucking sick i've seen like some uh pretty live like cart brands like mario karts is one of them it's me mario so uh 
like the banana kush will have like Diddy Kong all stoned as fuck. And then I also saw Cart Knight where they're like Fortnite characters. So that's pretty cool. Like that's a new art form for artists to do is design packaging for these vape carts and different cannabis products. So yeah, get on that, Tim. New project. And a man who stays late and works weekends and holidays so you can all enjoy the tax audit that you and your family deserve. John Holland. All the holidays, all the uh, Hindu ones, all the Jewish ones. You name the holiday, I'll work it. What about uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day, John? Yeah, not really a holiday. I mean, how how is it that St. Patrick's Day is less of a holiday than like uh, Thanksgiving or something? You get to pinch and kiss people, John. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might not be happening this year. I do it all year round, but I get in a lot of trouble. So this is the one day that I can blend in. So, uh, have you guys seen Captain Marvel yet? No, is that the girl movie? Well, it's it's got a girl in it. Don't most movies have girls in them, John? We Not the ones talk. you watch. I think we've talked about before where I don't watch Marvel movies because, like, so many of them have come out now and I don't know what order to watch them in. So I've only ever seen, like, Captain America and I want to say, like, Spider-Man Homecoming. So I don't want to go see Captain Marvel because I feel like I'm not going to know what the fuck's going on in it. Uh, it's it's pretty standalone, but the reason I'm bringing it up, they've got a whole bunch of kind of, like, 90s girl power sounds in there for the soundtrack because it takes place in the 90s, and, of course, this Captain Marvel is a girl. So, you know, you got just a girl by uh, 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 Gwen Stefani and whatever her... No doubt. That was the name of the band, right? God, I can't even remember that. But Spice anyway, Girls? Girl Power? No, there was no, no Spice Girls in there. I don't think they could afford it. But the thing that really grinds my gears... You know what really grinds my gears? Kind of what we were talking about before the intro there. You all know the song Celebrity Skin by Hole, yeah. right? That is 100% a Smashing Pumpkins song. You cannot convince me otherwise. Smashing Pumpkins were supposed to do it. This is just a fucking favor that Billy Corbin did to, uh, uh, what's her name, Kirk Cobain's wife. Maybe. And John, his name is Billy Corrigan. Holy shit, I didn't know that, because I always thought that was weird that that's the only Hole song I like, and I was like, why don't any of the other Hole songs, like... I, I got that album, the Celebrity Skin album, because I thought that song was so cool. And I want to hear what else on. There was this other cut off of it called Malibu that was kind of okay, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it, it wasn't that good, man. And then like none of the other whole songs like back in the day really jumped out to now, me. I never really cared for them. Man. Tell me you cannot freaking hear Billy Corbin actually singing that in your head. Uh, yeah, Billy Corgan. The only whole song I remember is. I'm only happy when it rains. I'm only happy when the sun. That wasn't whole. Huh? That was garbage. Oh, was that? Oh, that is garbage. Yeah, it's you're both right. Garbage, dude. though. No, garbage was a pretty sweet band, dude. I really 90s like female gar- bands for 500, Alex. Answer. Daily Double. 
Oh, dude, speaking of which, now that you bring up Alec, dude, I fucking dropped both balls now. I went on this epic winning streak over on the Sid Swami YouTube channel. You should check it out. I want to say like almost 10 Saturdays in a row undefeated at Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. And then uh, recently, Sandy Bell defeated me at Jeopardy and never played again. And... Uh, Justin has finally beaten me at Wheel of Fortune, so I'm like, I'm without, I'm like a man without a title right now, bro. I'm kind of like, it's been tough times for the Swami. Hey, but those so, are yeah. the best interviews. You for know, sure, on your man. road, on your road to uh, WrestleMania. Oh shit, WrestleMania! I'm glad that you brought that up, dog, because it's fucking WrestleMania time. It's like as we record this about. 15 days away but i'm sure by the time that this comes out it'll be either like coming up really soon or it just happened have you guys heard about any of the matches that are going to be going down at wrestlemania no and i don't think anybody really cares it's so fake now yeah i don't know anybody's famous who wrestles anymore well yeah. what about ronda rousey Presenting the writing, defending Not oh no, that whole thing shit to bed. The whole Ronda Rousey thing started out strong and has just gone straight downhill. Oh, I disagree, man, because the past couple weeks they turned her heel and it's gotten like better now. She's really become like a really unlikable person. Uh, and I think that they've really found like a good character for her now. So, like, if she wins at WrestleMania, people are going to be fucking totally incensed. And, like, I think it's going to make some money, dude. Yeah, I I think when she got her ass knocked out in, like, 32 seconds flat or whatever it was, I think that pretty much killed the gimmick. Well, no, that was in MMA. That wasn't in WWE. How the hell can you come to the WWE and like sell any of what you're doing when in real life you get your ass knocked out in 30 something seconds? Well, it's two different things, man. Like that's like uh, people saying that, like, how could Michael Jack Michael Jordan, you know, be a basketball player when he, you know, sucked at minor league baseball? It's not the same sport, man. Like WWE is much more of a performance type athletic sport than well, MMA yeah. is, where MMA Absolutely. is much more of a tactical. Like, Absolutely, uh, but the. In- the entire linchpin of wrestling is that you have to believe what they're selling. You just got to kind of suspend disbelief a little bit and they got to sell it well enough that you can, that you can really buy, you know, the act that they're putting on. And I mean, nobody's going to do that. If like you got your ass knocked out in 30 seconds and all of a sudden you're doing these 10 minute matches. Yeah, I guess you got a good point there. Maybe it would have been better for Ronda Rousey's character. If she started out losing, uh, like she did in MMA and like maybe had a, 
you know, cathartic moment where she finally started winning and then was able to win because when they put her in WWE, they just kind of like, they immediately put her right away on a tag team with Kurt Angle and they took on Triple H and Stephanie and she won there. She hasn't lost since, you know, she's going into her second WrestleMania as the champion and defending her title where I think she's going to retain because I, I don't see why she wouldn't now that they've turned her into a bad guy like it's like Vince McMahon has never understood that people enjoy rooting for the underdog there's no need to fear underdog is here when criminals in this world appear and bring the laws that they should fear and frighten all who see or hear the cry goes up so far and near for underdog Anytime there's been, like, an underdog that starts climbing the ladder organically or anything, he just fucking cuts that shit out. And they should have started her as an underdog. Speed of lightning, roar of thunder, fighting all, power thunder, underdog. Let her go up instead of, you know, starting her at the top and then going down. There wasn't, like, her first match, WrestleMania. Well, so they have another underdog story going on for this WrestleMania, which is kind of cool because the uh, Vince McMahon, of course, is keeping this guy down and it's got racial tones because he's black. Uh, he's oh, from. Man, don't do that, Vince. Well, he's from Africa and uh, he's been in the company oh, 11 man, years. Man. His name's Kofi Kingston and uh, he's fighting against. Daniel Bryan, who was a guy that just came out of retirement last year, and actually before played the role of the underdog back at WrestleMania well, yeah. Okay, This is another reason why wrestling is not good right now. Do you actually believe that that dude is really from Africa and everything they say about it? He's black, John. He's black. Checks out. And then he's going up against a guy who was allegedly so hurt that he couldn't wrestle, and that's why he wasn't allowed to win. And then he comes back, and I, I mean, it's just like, the line is just so blurred anymore that you're kind of believing it's all bullshit. It's gotta be from Africa, John. Have you seen his skin? He's black! The reality does come into play, you know, sometimes. Like, the situation with Daniel Bryan, like, he really had so many concussions. Uh, recently, Roman Reigns came back after his leukemia had taken him out oh, yeah, of action for that's five another months. That's one where I'm, I'm not exactly believing that he was able to beat leukemia in, like, what, four months, something like that? It was, like, five months, yeah, because he announced that he had leukemia in October and uh, he had been battling leukemia his whole life had been gone for 11 years and then came back so uh, yeah he just made his return uh, last month uh, at the very end like it was a little bit after uh, Valentine's Day I think is when yeah, he came and back then, and then also they finally uh, gave up the ghost because I guess they figured they were out of people that could draw ratings and let China into their bullshit hall of fame I'm very sorry that I got maybe a little carried away. After years and years of years of, oh, well, everybody got to see her horse size clit. I mean, we can never let her in. I'm sorry. Will you please forgive me? Yeah. So, John, I'm surprised you even made it to the show today, being on that post-Sound of Music high. It's uh, pretty good. I mean, I'll, okay, let's take a little survey here. Uh, Tim, have you seen The Sound of Music? Uh, no. Is that like a movie or something? No. No. <sighs> 
Sid, have you seen The Sound of Music? Uh, yeah, the movie. I've yeah. seen it in Broadway like you have, but I bet it's fucking awesome. I mean, it's it's a World War II, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, there's there's some Nazi hate in there. But Tim, you're serious? You've never seen the movie? I'm sure I've seen a rendition of it. I mean, it's probably been spoofed in cartoons and all sorts of shit. People who don't bathe and sit right beside you. Cats who like petting then suddenly bite you. Folks who don't cover their mouths when they cough. These are the things that always piss me off. Yeah, you've probably seen some stuff like, you ever seen the scene where the nun confesses that she like stole parts to a car to keep it from running or something like that? That's from Sound of Music. I know they've done that on like Family Guy or something like that. Yeah, anyway, point being, my wife, who just has her birthday today, never seen the Sound of Music. Well, she did with you recently, though, right? Everybody else I know, every other adult of our age is, or slightly younger even, is just flabbergasted <gasps> that she's gone this long in life without actually seeing the sound of music. Because it's just like one of those things. Like, you know, well, like now we know Tim hasn't either, so maybe it's more common, we think. Well, John, she wouldn't even be living if it wasn't for you. Look at all the things she's experiencing. The sound of music... No one wants to see the sight of music. They want to see the sound of music. They want to see it. But anyway, yeah, she'd never seen it. Did she like it? So we had a nice little thing. Uh, yeah, she actually liked it more than she thought she would. Did she put out? Oh, yeah, that's what I want. Because you went to take her to see a musical, so according to South Park, should have gotten a blowjob. <laughs> that's an indicator she liked it, too, John. <laughs> I could have to show her that episode and be like, huh? Eh? Eh? Huh? <laughs> so handy under the table then are we, are we just moving on then yeah I, yeah I think we're moving on so who wants to hear a story hell yeah John's youth or childhood gather round children it's time for a tale from John Hullen nothing makes kids happier than hearing a story from John Hullen tell us a story Uncle John okay now, this one, you know how there's things like you totally forget about it? Yeah, my car keys, like my daughter at the at the school. I'll get her. No, not like that. I mean, like, well, anyway. So let's go all the way back to high school. And this is this is early 90s. Okay, there's no internet yet. So keep that in mind. No internet, anything like that. There's this guy in town. I'll call him Chad. Hello, Chad. And he had this garage. And this was the kind of garage where you take your car if you wanted, like, your transmission tuned up. You know, you bought a stock Mustang and you wanted it tuned within a millimeter of perfection. Like, uh, foreign cars, that kind of thing. You know, not just your oil change and fender bender kind of thing. And he was a pretty cool guy, and he'd let kids hang out there. Uh, to the point where even if there was, like, something neat or interesting coming in, you know, like, you'd ask people if they'd ever seen this or that, and they'd invite him to come and just kind of, you know, help out, be an extra pair of hands. There are always a bunch of kids just kind of hanging out there to look at stuff. Well, in Chad's spare time, the other thing that he was super into was World War II. I mean, super into it. This was his hobby. This is what he did with his free time. Uh, you know, his whole basement was just filled with stuff. And I'm not talking any particular side or any particular anything. I mean, just like everything. Uniforms, and weapons, and freaking baseball. Anyway. So back in the day, there's no internet stuff like that. There's no eBay. There's no forums for... 
So what he has is, is you know, regional little thing. buy, sell, trade stuff. You're cutting out, John. He has buy, sell, trade stuff. Go ahead from there. So buy, sell, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Wow, because that story was really dragging anyway. <laughs> we have a lot of wacky news. Should we start getting into that? I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Damn it, I want to hear the rest of the story, man. <laughs> all right, John, we can hear you again. Go ahead. So, you know, there's all these buy, sell, trade style, uh, you know, regional newsletters, right? For people selling their stuff or having a meetup or whatever they're doing, right? Yeah. And one day, point now, like, oh, that's a cool thing. Oh, I got a couple of those. Oh, I'd really like to have those. Damn it, John. Now you're cutting out again, at least on my end shit, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I just, I don't think the listeners really wanted to hear that story, maybe. It sucks. It really does, man, because now I want to know. I'm going to call you later and tell me that story, dude. Sid, some wacky news! Wacky news time, guys. Blazing Comedy's wacky news. We leave no pot leaf unturned. We cover all the hard-hitting topics. Like hard as ball sacks. Yeah, the lady across the street keeps staring me down when I go to my car in the mornings. Fuck you, lady across the street. (laughs) Hey, man. Maybe she's staring you down because she want to, you know, get it. As in sexually. I beat up that 80-year-old pussy like it fucking... All right. (laughs) Holy shit. A plane bound for Malaysia turns around after a mother realized she left her baby at the airport. That is quite a fucking mishap. You know, Home Alone. Why couldn't they just, like, ship the baby to the lady's house, you know? Because, like, it was really inconvenient because my Uncle Terry, he was going to Malaysia to visit some little boys. And that really delayed, you know, uh, some family business that we had to attend to. I get it. As a parent, the second you don't have responsibility of your kid, you're in bliss. She probably just walked away and was just in such a wonderful state, she just forgot all about her baby. Because, like, right now, every time I take a shit, I see little fingers underneath the door trying to get at me, and I just need five minutes alone to gather my thoughts. That happens with cats, too, bro. Just want to gather my thoughts and vape six carts of Sitswami's Curry Kush. On sale now. Oh, that sounds horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the worst okay so i could definitely see how like kids get lost in the airport how old was this baby do you know a mother traveling to Kuala Lumpur, malaysia had a scare of a lifetime this past weekend when suddenly she knows she's traveling a little lighter than she had planned the woman had noticed her daughter was missing God. it's a baby girl a year old i guess well, maybe she was trying to give it up or something, you know, like uh, at the fire station. Or that baby was a year old. Maybe that baby was walking around already. I don't know, man. Like it's weird because, like, when they're really little, they they're so quiet, you know. So I don't know. I don't have any kids, but I've seen that like they can be really quiet until they get pissed off. 
and then they get really loud. So I could see how it'd be pretty easy to forget what an airport. There's a lot of shit you got to do. You got to take off your shoes, stuff like that. Well, the woman who left her child at security, please come back to the checkpoint. I bet she remembered her cell phone. All I'm saying is that they shouldn't have turned the plane around and inconvenienced everybody else. It's fucking bullshit. She should have just finished the trip and then go back to fucking Saudi Arabia and get her baby. You know, it's not Uncle Terry's fault. All he wanted to do was just go to fucking Jeddah, Saudi Arabia to do some progressive things and then visit some boys <laughs> in Malaysia. <laughs> Oh my god. Michael Jackson progressive, maybe. Look, I don't really know what Uncle Terry's up to when he goes on these trips, man. All I know is it's stuff that he can't do on American soil, so. Which reminds me of our next story. Police arrested a man named Sober for being not sober. He had a whopping 0.194 blood alcohol content. 44-year-old Daniel Sober reeked of alcohol when Butler County, P- Pennsylvania police pulled him over. Sucks to be him. What was he driving? A horse, and he was only wearing one shoe. <laughs> no, horse. but I mean, every time your name is Sober and the cops look at your ID, it's like having your name being like Chong or something like that, and you're like, oh, I don't smoke weed. You know? Wearing a uh, 420 hat. Yeah. I mean... If you're point one three, you're fucking pretty schlizzled, man. So like, yeah, dude. So that guy is a fucking idiot asshole. When you first said his name was sober, I thought it was his first name, and I thought that maybe his fucking parents were like some people that met in AA or some shit. But not nah, really. <laughs> this guy's a fucking dumb piece of shit. And if you fucking drive drunk. Then you're a dumb piece of shit. I knew a guy in high school. His name was Nick Smoker. And it was like Schmoker. S-C-H-M-O. And he like smoked so much weed. He's like, oh, I'm Schmoker. I was like, cool. Really live that one up, buddy. So That's fucking sweet, could have taken any dude. other path in life, you know? Like, was he just kind of doomed to that? Like, he couldn't be like a doctor or a lawyer or something. He just had to be a weed smoker. I guess. I was in fourth grade with this kid named Hardick Johnson. I hope he grew up to become a porn star because he already has like the perfect fucking name. His parents are hilarious. Holy shit. Hardick Johnson. It's like Craven Moorhead. Just like, uh, who isn't? Man, can you imagine how tough that must be to like reserve a hotel room or make dinner reservations or like literally anything where you have to give your full name? I know. It's like when I say I'm Mr. Tim, no one even knows who that is. Yeah, I was uh, at a game hang the other day and I had my arcade fight stick and I got Mr. Tim stickers on it. And they're like, who is that? And I'm like, bitch, recognize for you get slapped from his dope ass kicks to his ball cap, clean and fresh and it all match. Yeah. All right. Next story. Court rules. The middle finger is constitutionally protected. So take that, mom. Here's the bird to you too, Aunt Sally. Hey, man, your Aunt Sally, you know, she's got a hot tub, dude. I wouldn't be talking shit. You don't want to fuck that up. It's my constitutional right to flip the bird now. Yeah, but remember that time Aunt Sally let us fucking make hunch punch in her fucking wash tub? I think this is one of those cases where just because you can do it, it's not a good idea to do it. Like most of the drugs that Sid and I do on weekends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a confession to make that night 
we made eye contact, but we never really talked about it. All right. Also, pick up the strain Jihad Thunderfuck, which is on sale now. What the hell? Jihad Thunderfuck. Dude, I like Thunderfuck weed. I've only had Alaskan Thunderfuck, but that shit is like, that's the best strain to smoke while having sex, man. It just gives you like such a good boner. Oh my God. Blockbuster Video makes its last stand in Bend, Oregon. Bend over. This is such one of those, this is like the Guinness World Records things. You know, every other month it's like last Blockbuster Video shuts down and then they find another one. And it's like last Blockbuster Video shuts down for real this time. Such a scam. Man, fuck Blockbuster. I'm going to say like back in the day, I never supported Blockbuster. Uh, I always tried to look for a store that was like mom and pops because the thing is with Blockbuster is you would never get like the fucking director's cut versions of movies or um, anything that was like a direct to video movie. So like, you know, the sequels to Basket Case and all those like drive in kind of horror movies or like the sequels to Starship Troopers. Well, it's like, you know, I don't know if that was their business model. Yeah, no, they like only wanted to play like, you know, the top end studio movies. And sometimes they even edited their movies like Natural Born Killers. They edited out the uh, parts where Rodney that. Dangerfield uh, was raping Julia Lewis's character. I mean, he wasn't raping her, he was, but it was like heavily implied jokes about rape during that like sitcom fantasy skit. They edited that part out in the Blockbuster version. I just thought Blockbuster was hella lame, dude. Hollywood Video was another one that was kind of like, I think just businesses like that were toxic and is why streaming services ended up becoming so popular so fast. People just didn't like going to those video stores because by the end, there weren't any more mom and pops video stores. It was just Blockbuster or Hollywood Video where I, you know, grew up. Kids these days will not understand the bring home the big suitcase full of foam with the video game system in it when you rent the fucking N64 for the weekend. Oh, yeah, that was the best, like for birthdays and stuff. Oh. Amazing. At the end of the aisle, they had like all the systems in those little cases, and you're just like, all right, we're renting the N64 for the weekend or whatever. Like, fuck yeah. Remember way back in the day how they used to have like the little briefcase VHS players you could rent? Yes. So dumb. Oh, yeah, dude. It was, it was totally they like some had James the Bond shit. Briefcase uh, cameras that you could rent too if you wanted to like shoot your own videos. You could rent those. I remember. Yeah. Uh, Renting video games was so fucked up because, like, sometimes you would get the video game and you wouldn't know how to play it because somebody would take the instruction manual oh, and keep it. But I always get the rental pass, though. That's fucking awesome. You just keep the game. The thing that I always hated, like, back in the day with, like, the cartridge games is, like, you'd uh, power it up and all the save slots would be somebody else's shit. And, you'd, like, you see the completion level, like, 94%, and you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Over, right? Yeah, they're... Their name would be please don't delete. Or right. Something yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but fuck Blockbuster. That shit's lame, dude. I, do they still do the Blockbuster that's like the red box? Or oh, yeah. everywhere. I don't think Blockbuster keep up with Red Box because there's Red Box fucking 
there's three of them outside my house. Like Amazon's really the way to go, man. You can almost you can rent just about anything you want on Amazon okay. uh, video. Redbox is going to be around forever. You know why? Because all the fucking Beckys out there just love pulling up in front of CVS or Walgreens or whatever, like, you know, the wrong way. So the car's like across three parking spaces and they put in their blinkers and then they run out and then they waste like 15 minutes looking at the fucking movies while they've got three kids in the back screaming. There is nothing that will replace that experience for Beckys. Therefore, Redbox will be around forever. Do you ever see people that are like just, you know, totally fucking manic about it? Like if there's like a goddamn ticking bomb and if they don't rent something from Redbox, it's going to blow up. Yeah, take a chill pill, Becky. Try one of our high CBD strains, Divine Grace Haze, now on sale. I don't know, man. I see in the next, like, 10 years physical media being completely gone, man. I don't even think that, like, solid-state drives are going to be around in the next 20 years. Everything's going to be cloud storage up in fucking satellites. Like, you're going to stream literally everything. Do you know how they back up cloud storage? I am not kidding about this. Magnetic reel-to-reel tapes. When you upload something to the cloud, ultimately it goes on a magnetic reel-to-reel tape, just like in the 70s. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious about it. And there's this huge lawsuit right now because there's only uh, two companies left on Earth that still make that stuff. And it's like Fuji and uh, somebody else. And uh, and like there's this lawsuit where... Uh, they're trying to prevent one from buying out the other, so there's only one supplier of it because they're totally worried that, you know, okay, what if they stop doing it or what if they jack up the price too much? It's totally going to fuck up cloud computing. I thought cloud was fucking satellites, bro. No, it's it's just somebody it's else's hard drive somewhere. It's physical media for real? That's crazy. Yeah, it's like even more physical than than most physical media to back it up. So, hey... Sid, there's a website offering $1,000 to binge watch all 20 Marvel movies. Might want to check that out. 40 hours, oh, bro. shit, dude. 1000 bucks for 40 hours? Well, yeah, but like, you can only pee during specified times and other stuff. You know, it's like those things where you got to keep your hand on the car. That sounds suspiciously like having a full-time job. And you have to sit with the corpse of Stan Lee while you're watching him, so... And, and there's going to be, like, some really angry Reddit feminists screaming about how they need more females. And... Nah, I'm good. I think I, I just really don't want to fucking watch those Marvel movies, man. I just... I don't know. I kind of want to see Venom, because I really like Venom. If there's a Carnage movie, I'll probably watch that, because I really like Carnage, but... I don't know, man. I'm just like more into Batman and fucking, you know, if they ever make another Spawn movie, I'm all over that. I fucking love Spawn. I just want them to start making the Spawn cartoon again. That was fucking awesome. Like the Spawn cartoon was great. And our last story, wacky news. Red Bulls are two for six for the 12 ounce down at the gas station by my house. So. Go check that out. Have y'all tried the Red Bull Plum Edition? That shit is plum delicious, but I can't find it anywhere anymore. We do have a couple stories from special correspondent John Holland, who's in the field. John. Oh, do I? He was telling us a story earlier, but his microphone kept cutting out. 
where there was like this dude back in the day that collected all this World War II memorabilia. And I was thinking that it was leading up to him having like Nazi paraphernalia and getting thrown in jail. Is that what the end of the story is? Oh no. Okay. Oh no. Well then let's let's hear the rest then. Grab a chair and your favorite piece of saltwater taffy and listen to another tale from John Hullen. Nothing soothes the soul like an epic story from John Hullen. Okay, so last one my mic was breaking out, we were talking about how he's sitting around the shop showing one of these buy-sell-trade things to some kids hanging around. And uh, the one kid decides that that should be interpreted as, if you go and steal this stuff from this guy, then I will pay you for it. So this kid, and, and he's probably like 18 or 19, so he's not really a kid. And I know him, and he had a really shitty home life and everything, so I'm kind of not surprised. But uh, he drove all the way across state lines to Missouri with a 9mm and a handmade pipe bomb out of a Mountain Dew canister. Now the story's getting good. And he broke into the house, and he did something where like, he cut the power, but he didn't realize the alarm was based on the uh, you know phone lines, not on the power lines. So the, uh, uh, so the cops show up, they arrest him and everything. And of course, what does he say for his defense? Did I do that? No. What? Well, he says, oh, this guy... This guy totally told me to go and rip this guy off. John, you got to work on your punchlines, man. So now this guy's sweating, right? Because there's this kid, oh, he told me to steal this stuff. Yo, we're hanging out with the thing. Blah, blah, blah. So he's sweating like hell. You know, when the FBI actually shows up, this kid carried a pipe bomb weapon, and there's other weapons involved, blah, blah, blah. So he is sweating. Sure as shit, come and they talk to him. And he's able to get off of it because he convinces them that, like, there is no way in hell I would tell this kid to go steal this stuff from me. Story. Oh shit! So, uh, did he end up getting indicted with any charges, or they find out? Oh yeah, they were kids. Fucking full of shit. They were, oh man, they kind of chilled after a while. Yeah, I'm sure that it cost him a shitload to get a lawyer and fucking exactly. prove in court that kid's full of shit. We're gonna have to talk for an extra fifteen minutes or so because I'm gonna have to cut out that whole story. That was terrible. <sighs> ah, Tim. I'm kidding. Come on. We love John's stories. I'll put some wacky sound effects in there. It'll be good. What's the what shows y'all fellas been watching this week? Love, Death, and Robots. Have you guys seen that on Netflix? It's fucking dope. Nah, man. Tell us about it. It's like CGI. Like They have like real actors or something like walking and doing it. And then they have like all these directors. They do different renditions. It's almost like the Animatrix where they have like all these different crazy sci-fi stories where it's either about love, death, robots, or crazy like futuristic shit. It's really cool. A lot of famous actors and stuff do like play the characters because you can tell it's, you know, it's Pusey from, you know, Orange is the New Black or whatever, you know. That's fucking sweet. How about you, John? What you been checking out? Uh, latest obsession has been the Romanovs over on the... Uh on the Amazon prime. And it's kind of like, uh, this anthology thing. And the baseline of it is people who believe that somehow they're related to, you know, the Romanovs from Russia who got assassinated and all that, but it's really not about that. It's about just the different scenarios. they find themselves in. Well, Anastasia Romanov is, she's the little girl that escaped. So like the whole Royal family's murder. So, I mean, there's potentially a Royal person out there. 
You never know. So my thing that I've been hot on this week is uh, Churdly's is a YouTube channel where uh, there are several uh, skits. They're short form. Uh, he plays several different characters. Uh, my favorite one is kind of like, uh, he's basically like a caricature of like a bunch of bros that I used to hang out with where he wears like these pot leaf socks and like fucking hat with the bill turned way up. And But then he has the one where he's like a super nerd and he like goes and tries to ask girls out, but he's like all awkward. Yeah. And he's, like, riding around on his Heelys and, like... And he does uh, scooter tricks and yo-yo tricks. Uh, there's one where he, like, he shows you how to be a rock star and how to be a surfer. It's very, like, uh, man-on-the-street kind of stuff where he interacts with real people. Uh, kind of like if you're a fan of Tom Green or something like that, you might be into this. I think that it's honestly a little better than Tom Green. Uh, he has his friends guest star with him in a lot of episodes and they wear like lots of really funny ass clothes from like back in the early nineties and 2000, like kickwear pants and like, you know, Osiris shoes and stuff like that. No, no, man. It just kind of reminds me of my childhood. Have you heard of Oliver tree? Sid Oliver tree. He's like a rapper, but it's like funny rap and shit like that. Um, he, he's like famous on Instagram and shit like that, but he, uh, he's in those videos with Shirley's. He's one of the guys on the scooters, but he's, uh, that's how I kind of came across Shirley's like a year Is ago. Is he the dude with the bowl cut? Yeah. Oh, dude. And he wears like the, the purple, purple and, uh, green jumpsuit type thing yeah. that bowl cut is so serious man <laughs> like you gotta really be like you really gotta be committed to the bit to have that haircut dog well i'll put music at the end of the episode and i'll send you a, a link to some of the some of the shit it's pretty good and then uh churdly's though like i don't it's so fucking cheesy and dumb but i i got caught in a churdly's whirlpool where i sat there for like Two days just watching nonstop churdlies, but it's it's fucking dumb. You will if you if you're high and you like start watching churdlies, you'll be like, oh my god, this is so stupid. What the fuck am I even watching yeah, right now? And then at the end of the video, you'll be like, what the fuck is this? And you'll click on the next one and just you'll watch them and you'll just it'll 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 captivate you if you keep watching it. Check that out on Facebook. Also, smoke. Such a good sell. Some of Sid's Afghani Shalakalaka wax. It burns for seven days and seven nights. Well, we got the Krishna Kush dog. All right. Well, um, uh, I like the turban poison dog. Yeah, turban poison is is skunky. It's fucking bomb, dude. It, it tastes like you've been wearing your hat for a week. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> Fucking skunky. It's so good. Like hints of leather and, and musk. It's good. It's like a Great Depression, dog. So, uh, what's what y'all been playing? Uh, Tim, you still playing the magic cards? Or are you uh, off that now? I'm playing these vape carts. I'm trying to win the high score, and then I'm going to beat that high score. What do I win? Another vape cart. 
That's a game that no one ever wins, bro. How about you, John? Have you uh, still been playing Anthem, or are you on something else now? Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much cut out the Anthem for my life. No. Because I did everything in Anthem. Yeah, I found that to be kind of a thing with Anthem, too. It's like, I have gotten to where I've unlocked, like, all the difficulties now, and it's like, my suit could be better, right? But there's nothing new to do, so if I want to make my suit, like, all the way pimped out, I just gotta do, like, the same stuff over and over again. And I find myself, like... If I'm going to do the same stuff over and over again, I might as well just play Apex Legends, you know? Take that! Skinny down version of a game. All right, so Sid, have, have you ever played Super Mario RPG for the N64 or for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, dude, I love that game. It's classic. And it's like you could hit the button right at the last second to like stretch out their combos and fuck them up, dude. I used to be like a master of timing. Used to be. So my retro gaming thing that I I haven't played it in a while, but I really love it is Act Razor. I don't know if I've talked about it yet on the show, but it's like a it's a really serious game, man. Like you're God, and you're like basically trying to destroy the monsters and then build the city. So picture like Sim City mixed with a vertical shooter. So you're building the town and like the demons come and you shoot them and uh, eventually you open up the dungeon and then like it becomes like a 2D platformer kind of similar to Castlevania, I guess. And uh, it's hard as shit, dude, but it's really cool game. Sit at this dispensary near me. You can get like shake ounces and shake half ounces and stuff like that, but you can get a half ounce of shake for 25 bucks. And they have like 12 different like top level strains. I got this blue dream shake and I'm smoking it. It tastes so fucking bomb. And it's like 25 bucks for a half ounce. I've been rolling blunts all day. Another smooth transition brought to you by Tim. Back to blunts. Is shake good for dry herb vaping? Because for my birthday, I got myself this sweet uh, ghost MV1 vape. I think I might have talked about this already on the last episode, though. Sid, I got you a vape cart for your birthday, but I, I happen to smoke it. But I'm, I'm gonna replace it and send you, send you one. It's yeah, that's cool. I'll just send you this one. I'll send you this one. I'll stop smoking on it. It, there's a little bit left. You're good. You're good. Sweet. I call those uh, mechanical roaches. The like little tiny vape carts that just got like a little bit of oil left. You have to get like a lighter and try and like chase the last few drops into the wick holes. But you got to be careful because you don't want to like melt with the... It's a funny word. <laughs> if you if you use your lighter on it and you actually burn those little holes, then it'll start leaking out the bottom of the fucking cart and shit. So it's like the best way to like heat up the oil is like on a stovetop in a glass like jar and use a syringe to squirt it into your, your deal. But once once it's done, I only fuck with it if the cart's fucked. If the cart's fucked, then I'll light the fucking thing up with the torch and I don't give a fuck. And I'll just let it drain into that glass jar. Yeah, that's cool that you can get like the syringe with the uh, distillate in it. Every time that I get it, I have to get like a brand new cart you know and then i got this cart left over and it's just a waste dude it's such a mess yeah and then like you have all these carts but it's like 
I just bought carts online because I can buy the distillate. You can buy the distillate in a cartridge form for like half a gram for 50 bucks or something like that. But I could go buy the pure distillate for a full gram for 20, 22. Yeah, for sure. Ridiculous. I'm getting twice as much for half as much. And then that turns into a 4-4 with flying, and that's pretty good. Yeah. That's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> All you have to do is fill up your own carts. Quit being lazy, stoners. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So we found this new game shop uh, here. I've been pretty like excited to go check it out and start drafting again because like used to be there was only the one game shop to play at. I don't know. I didn't really like that one that much, but this one seems like it's going to be pretty cool. They have a ping pong table at the vape store by my house. Oh, nice. You've been going like at the vape store in Colorado. Can you go in there and like vape and get stoned or is that like not cool? Well, it's, I know the guy that owns it, so he's pretty chill. He's like, hey, you want something for weed? Let me show you this. This is for weed and this and this weed, you know, like he's cool as fuck, but you know, generally. It's frowned on, kind of, yeah. There's, like, a smoking section, or if you're out on the patio or someplace and you, like, light up a bowl, no one's gonna say shit. It's all it's all legit. Yeah, but what about if you're just vaping your distillate, like, or, is that cool? Yeah. In the vape shop? As long as you're not, like, blowing it on little kids. Well, why the fuck would little kids be in the vape store? Or on the patio. Or walking down the sidewalk. This is my sidewalk, little kid. Do you bring your kid to the vape store? She needs to do her homework and daddy needs to vape. Right. <laughs> exactly. Get us out of here in a vape smoke, Sid. All right. Yeah. So um, come check me out on Saturday evenings uh, playing game shows to the same cheesy ass elevator music every week. My brother and my girlfriend, we'd be on there, you know, doing our thing, playing that shit. Uh, also hit me up on PS4, man. Uh, my shit is Sid from Exile. We could play some Anthem or some Apex. I suck at both of them, so maybe you can carry me to some dubs. Uh, yeah, hit us up over at blazoncomedy.com where you can find anything you want, uh, you know, of a non-pornographic but still adult nature. And for more breathtaking, gripping stories. Hit up John's YouTube channel, Okie Doki Artichoke. John, where can we find you? That's a good name for a channel. I like that. Uh, you can find me acting as a public defender for somebody who was stealing some World War II stuff. And you can always find me online or editing the show, because I love you guys. Holy shit. John, when did you go to law school, bro? Now you're going to need a public defender. Actually, I just ran down to Venezuela and I gave them a couple bucks and they gave me a law degree. $25 half ounces of top shelf shit, Sid. They're like competing. <laughs> All the dispensers are just competing. It's fucking great. Good night, everybody. Hi. Welcome to ASMR for white liberals. It's me.
such a 